Hey there, I'm Lauren, and you're listening to The Podcast Manager Show, a podcast for podcast managers. Each week, we cover the technical and tactical aspects of running a profitable podcast manager business. With over 90,000 new shows starting each month, podcast managers are in demand. I mean, in demand. And I'm here to help you land your dream clients while reaching your monthly income goals without working like crazy. Are you ready? Let's get to today's episode. Hey there, welcome to this episode of the Podcast Manager Show. We're gonna be talking about why your services are not like anyone else's. And this is an idea coming straight from one of our PMP students, Juliana Pedri. She asked how she could create a offer of services that was easy to explain, but not like anyone else's. And I thought this was such a great idea for a podcast episode. So thank you so much, Juliana. If you guys have any other solo ideas that you really want me to cover, then please let me know. You can head over to Instagram or let me know on Facebook. Don't Facebook message me though, because they always get lost. I mean, I see some of them, but it's safer bet to email me or DM me on Instagram. I'm just going to throw that out there. So today we are talking about why your podcast management services are not like anyone else's. And as you listen to this episode, I think you're going to be able to identify reasons that your specific services are not like anyone else's. That is the goal for this episode. So let's dive in. I really want to cover three main things today. And the first one is talking through what your actual services are. So what you are offering to your clients, editing, show notes, uploading, writing a description for an episode, creating social media graphics, offering guest management, offering guest pitching, offering video editing, offering YouTube, right? There's, it kind of just can blossom (laughs) from the basic services that a podcast manager offers. And I think that's one of the things that we feel as if we need to make really unique. And what I would love to point out is that when it comes to what services you offer, it needs to be a really great blend of what you enjoy doing because there's not really any point of you doing something that you totally hate, right? But it's a blend of what you enjoy doing and what the client needs. So your services have to solve a problem, right? And that's what we do as podcast managers is solve the problem of the back end of the podcast. So whenever you go to make your services, you don't need to make them super unique because they are a solution to your client's problem, not necessarily your problem, right? So whenever people ask me, is it okay if I don't offer editing? Is it okay if I don't offer show notes? Is it okay if I don't offer fill in the blank? What goes through my head is, is that one of the main problems that a client has? So the main problems that podcasters have coming from talking to a ton of podcasters, going to podcasting conferences, the main services that they're looking for because they don't want to do them themselves essentially or they don't want to learn and and all of that is podcast editing, writing episode descriptions, scheduling, writing show notes, and handling all of the social media. They want help with that. And a lot of people want help with guest management. But let's just talk about those editing, writing a description, creating show notes, and creating social media graphics. That is what I consider the core of podcast management because those are the things that clients day in and day out are looking for. 
So if you don't want to offer, personally do one of those services, I would recommend that you bring someone on your team, have someone in your back pocket so that you can still offer it as a service, but you don't actually have to do it yourself, right? So if you are a podcast manager and you do not want to do any editing, which is a small percentage of my students, but still a percentage do not like doing editing, do not do any sort of editing. They have someone that they have in their back pocket who's on their team who edits for them. Okay, great. So you're not actually doing it because you don't want to, which is totally the right thing to do. It's your business, but the client's still getting the solution. So you don't need to have that approach with everything. But I think when it comes to podcast management, you should take that approach for the main core services of podcast editing, writing episode descriptions, uploading, writing show notes, and creating social media graphics. Now, graphics, okay, if they could have someone, maybe a VA or a social media manager handling that. And guest management, like, oh, podcasters love getting rid of guest management, like getting it off of their plate and onto your plate. But once again, they could have another team member who isn't in the podcasting world do that. So those are like a little bit optional as far as your core offerings. But for sure, I would say editing, episode descriptions, uploading, and show notes. You want to make sure you can cover those. So when I'm thinking of these actual services, I don't think that you need to have unique services, right? You don't need to set yourself apart with the actual services that you offer. Now you can by having an additional service, perhaps, like maybe you have a background in Pinterest. And so you also can help a client with Pinterest, or maybe you also really like to video edit. Okay, that's not everybody, right? And so if that's you, great, that's going to help you stick out. But if that's not you, don't just add on things thinking you have to. In fact, it is better if you are more clear on the services that you offer, right? You don't want to be offering everything under the sun. So don't feel like you need to add something if it's just not in your real house. But if you really enjoy podcast pitching, yeah, you know, that's part of your services. That is going to help you stick out a little bit. But I think the two other things that I'm going to cover today, you're going to see how these are really, truly the things that help your services stick out from other people. All right, the second thing that I want to talk about is how you run your business. How can you uniquely run your business, right? Well, it's you running a business, so you're not doing it like everyone else. So it's just already going to be different from someone else, right? The things that I want you to think about to identify how you're doing it differently than others is consider what are your natural tendencies? Are you really organized? Are you available last minute? Are you open to a lot of feedback? If you're open to a lot of feedback, like you really enjoy, actually enjoy getting feedback, you would maybe be good for someone that's a picky client, right? If you're the opposite, okay, well then you're probably gonna be best with more of a laid back client. This is part of your business, right? This is part of your business design. So these things, although it might feel like it's not that important, it is because we're entrepreneurs. We're not working for someone else. So the way that we operate as individuals is a lot of what makes our brands stick out from one another. So do you never miss a deadline? Are you like deadline queen, right? Are you really passionate about finding the best people for each task in your business? And so you're operating a boutique agency because you love having, you know, the best editor, the best show notes writer. Your prices are going to be higher than someone who's doing it all themselves. But maybe that's another way that you're making yourself stick out. 
maybe you are sticking out because you are doing it all. Maybe your prices are lower, maybe your prices are higher, but a client only has to work with you and doesn't have to worry about anyone else touching it because when other people are helping, it can you know take a little bit longer so you could maybe have a quicker turnaround. But maybe you are like, actually, I love having a really long turnaround. And so I keep my clients very organized because they have to have everything to me two weeks in advance. Or maybe you are all about batch recording. So you tell your clients, this is the way that I work is you batch record all your episodes for the month before the month even starts. If that really resonates with the client, they're like, oh, cool. I love how this person is running their business, right? So maybe you aren't aware of these things quite yet if you're brand new to running your business, but think through. You don't want to just put these things on your portfolio to make yourself stick out if they're not really true, right? What are the really the ways that you want to run your business and what kind of client is that going to attract? I think you can really see a positive from all different things, Right. Like when I was in the thrones of really running my podcast management business, working with a lot of clients, I was pretty flexible with my turnaround rate, right? Like sometimes I would turn an episode around in 24 hours because my client had taken too long to get it to me. But I was like, "Eh, that's okay. I I can do it. You know, that was a plus for them. But it also meant those clients were never really ahead of the game, right? So you can really see a positive with many of these things when you look at it from different angles. So whatever it is for you, Spin it in that positive light and say, working with me, you are going to stay organized. Working with me, I never miss a deadline. I bring a storytelling element to the show or fill in the blank. I would love for you to brainstorm some things that are unique about yourself that show up in your business on how you run your business. And let me know after you finish this episode, let me know what they are because I would love to know anything that came to mind as I was listing those that weren't part of that list. And the third things I wanted to bring up when it comes to creating services that are not like anyone else's is thinking through your personal interests and how those align with the client's show. Once again, this is a blend of something that really works for you and really works for them. So from your perspective, it's really great whenever you enjoy the client's show and you would listen to it even if you weren't working on it. And you're going to be able to think of so many more creative ideas and help them in a different way because you are an ideal listener. And you're going to enjoy it more, right? You're going to enjoy working on their show. You're going to really want to help them grow because you're a fan. So it works for you and it also works for them because One of the things that I hear so often from podcasters is that their podcast feels like their baby, right? Podcasting in general is very intimate and there's just this vulnerability that comes through when a podcaster speaks into a mic. And so because of the nature of podcasting, a lot of podcasters consider their show like their baby. And so when they think about having someone help on it, it's such a huge perk if their podcast manager really enjoys the content. And if they know you really enjoy the content, then that goes a long way. So that's one way that you are going to stick out from other people when you are on a discovery call with a client is how is it that your personal interests align with their show? So like I said, you can point this out on a discovery call, but you can also have this in your portfolio slash on your website When you're describing your ideal client, like you say, I work with health coaches. Okay, well, why do you work with health coaches? Is it because you love the topic of health? Well, yeah, probably, duh, right? Well, spell that out for them. Explain 
why. Maybe it has something to do with your background. Give them an idea on your website or on your portfolio. And then whenever you get on a discovery call, you can make it even more individualized for them and explain why you have a personal interest in their show. And I promise you that will go a long way, especially considering the other people that they will be talking to won't always have a personal interest, right? I mean, raise your hand if you've gotten on a call with someone where you didn't have a personal interest in their show. I've done that, even though I tell myself not to. (laughs) I haven't done it in a really long time, but I have done that, right? And I think that clients can kind of smell that out because we're like, I don't really care that much if I get this one, but I'm here because why not, right? But when you are really personally invested in the show, it definitely shows. And so that is one of the big ways that your services will stick out from the rest. Also, when you're thinking about your services versus other people, remember that other people are on such different pages than you are, right? We really, really, truly are running our own races, especially as entrepreneurs. We're all doing this slightly different, and I think that's a good thing, right? It's such a good thing. And so when you think about, you know, competing with someone else, you just are not because they're either a step ahead of you or a step behind you, and you're either priced here and they're priced there. Like, there's so many factors at play that make you unique. And so when you are really proud of what you're putting out there and you really believe in the services that you're offering and the price point that you're at, that's just going to show with a client. And so just remember that when you're thinking of how do I stick out? I think it's a good exercise. And that's why I wanted to do this episode. But when it comes down to it, it's inherent in what your services are. They are just they're not like other people's because you are not like other people's. But I didn't want to just give you that answer. I wanted you to spend some time on this episode really thinking through how you are running your business differently and how your personal interests align with their show in a way that someone else's are not. All right, so spend some more time thinking through what we talked about today and let me know how your business is different from other people's. I would love, love, love to hear from you over on Instagram. I'm at Lauren Wrighton. And before I let you go, I did want to share a personal update with you because at the time of me recording this, I have not announced it. But by the time this episode comes out, I believe that I will have announced it. But just in case you are just a podcast listener and you haven't seen any of my other social media activity, I wanted to let you know that I am pregnant with our fourth daughter. Yes, four girls. We are so happy to be having another girl our last baby, that is for sure. But yeah, we are so excited. Fourth baby coming, fourth girl, more importantly, coming at the end of the summer. And I wanted to share it with you guys here on the podcast. So let me know that you listened. Let me know that you know now. I'll talk to you over on Instagram. Thank you so much for being here. And until next time, I'll be cheering you on. Thanks so much for hanging out with me today. Come connect with me over on Instagram at Lauren Wrighton or in the Podcast Manager Mastermind Facebook group. And let me know what you liked about this episode. I love, love, love hearing your guys' feedback and what is resonating with you. You can always find the links and resources mentioned in the show over at laurenwrighton.com. Special thanks to my amazing Podcast Manager, Marcy Page, on producing this episode. All right, that's it. Until next time, I'll be cheering you on.